Good day, my name is Sky, and I appreciate you spending some study time with me. I'm here to help you make money in online poker by teaching you key strategies and getting you to take action. I'm super excited for this episode because this is a good one, especially for all you poker hard gainers out there. Those are the people who study, 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 but you seem to get nowhere. You're spinning your wheels. The needle is not moving on your journey. Well, the study strategies I am going to give you today will bulk you up and propel your poker skills, propel your poker results, and get you moving and grooving and shaking in 2024. For the show notes page, go to smartpokerstudy.com slash pod472. That's going to help you take notes, but also this episode is originally a YouTube video, so you can watch the video, watch me go through all the study strategies there, or of course, please continue listening right now. Once again, show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod472. Without further ado, let's undo this. Gambate. Well, where you at now, boy? I feel really bad about this, but I'm not going to tell you that. We do not do that to each other. We're ravagers. We got a code. Yeah, and that code is steal from everybody. So how much should you study? I have a three-part answer for this right here. Part one is the number of sessions. I recommend one study session for every one play session. And the way I look at study sessions is study sessions are sharpening the saw for cutting down the tree. You want to cut down the tree this year of poker improvement and poker results. Well, sharpening that saw with proper studies, with actively practicing what you learn, it's going to help you cut down that tree even faster, more efficiently, and you'll have a bit more fun and a lot less sweat doing so. The second part to this, time-wise, follow a 3 to 1 play to study ratio. That means 25% of your time dedicated to study, 75 dedicated to play. Now, here's the thing. A lot of coaches will tell you for every one hour of play, one hour of study. That's absolutely fine. I think of the three to one play to study ratio as the minimum. The great thing about this, if you commit and you do this minimum work, a little turns into a lot. Let's say you sit down, whip open Flopzilla Pro, take a couple hands from your database, and your goal is to do some hand reading, reviewing those hands. Well, that 15 minutes can so easily turn into 20, 30, an entire hour because you're learning, you're taking great notes, and you're enjoying your study time, and you know it's going to benefit your play later on. Now, lastly, for tournament players, I recommend one study session for every tournament that you play in, roughly 30 minutes. And like I said before, that 30 minutes can easily translate into one hour, an hour and a half of study, depending on what you're learning and how those studies are progressing. So what should you study? Let's start with the different ways to study. Obviously, there's videos, books to read, audiobooks to listen to, podcasts to listen to, articles to read online, forum posting, responding to forum posts, coaching sessions, range and board work with Flopzilla Pro, going through and doing hand reading or hand history reviews, GTO work, so much, right? But these are my top three ways. The number one way to study is hand reading. Hand reading is the most important skill to learn in poker. It is great for studies and improving your efficiency in studies, but it's also the best skill for in-game making reads and making exploits against your opponents. In the description down below, there's a link to my 66 days of hand reading videos on YouTube. In those videos, I show you exactly how to hand read, and I go through 66 different hands in tons of different situations, assigning ranges, and then narrowing those ranges 
through the streets. And then of course, in the description down below, a link to my online poker hand reading workbook. That's gonna teach you how to hand reading as, as well with tons of examples, tests, answer keys, all that jazz for you. Now, the second best way to study, my recommendation, is through videos like you're watching right now. But the key thing is, don't just watch passively. Your job is to take notes as you're studying. The key thing about notes is that's how you take your studies from right now into the future. You watch a video for 15 minutes right now. Later on, when you play a session, you can just whip open those notes, two minutes to read that stuff and refresh yourself on those strategies. Three months from now, what was that thing I learned back uh, three months ago? Open the notes, refresh yourself, boom. You don't need to rewatch that video, restudy that topic again. It's all right there for you. And very important, we're gonna use those notes in a little bit for a very key idea. Now, number three, the way to study number three is follow along, then do it for yourself. Let's take those 66 days of hand reading videos, for example. You watch the first one, but as you're watching it, you're gonna follow along. That means you're gonna open up Flopzilla Pro and click all the same things I do. When I assign the range, you're gonna assign the exact same range. Enter the board, enter your hand, look at the equities, uh, narrow the range through the streets. You're gonna do all that. The goal is to get the exact same output that I do or that somebody else does in some other training video. Once you follow along perfectly, then you go in your database, find a hand similar to it, and then repeat the process, but with your own hand. That's how you're truly gonna learn any new poker skill. And this isn't just for video learning, books as well. For example, Alex Fitzgerald, in all of his books, he puts a ton of big Flopzilla Pro readouts, right? Or screenshots of the work that he's doing. Well, when you're reading his book, you're taking notes at the same time, but then all of a sudden you see a Flopzilla demonstration right there. Awesome. Open up Flopzilla Pro. Try to put the exact same range in the board, the hand narrowing, everything he does to get that exact same output. And then whatever situation he's talking about, and this is in a book, not in a video, pull up those hands in Poker Tracker 4 and do the same work for yourself right there. Now let's talk about the things to study. There is so much you can study when it comes to poker. Of course, let's break it down big picture. There's pre-flop versus post-flop. Okay, pre-flop, you could study two betting, three betting, ISO raising, limp raising, so much pre-flop. Post-flop, C betting, check raising, probing, floating, check calling, board structure, range versus board interaction. In tournaments, ICM, bubble play, antis, the math behind short stack play. There is so much to study, but I'm gonna give you my top three recommendations. And this is great, especially for those who find a bit of overwhelm, like you don't know what to study, you don't know where to go next. These top three will truly help you out. Thing number one is big losing and tilting hands. So you wanna tag these hands as you're playing when you lose a big stack, when you get angry on a hand, tag those so you can review them later on. Here's the thing, mistakes often lead to big losses. So all of, not all, most of your big losing hands, you made a mistake somewhere. Pre-flop, flop, turn river, multiple mistakes. Studying those, find your mistakes, take note of them, work on those issues so that you can work to not repeat those mistakes in the future. And then when it comes to tilt, well, tilt and anger, 
They are super big results killers and not just results, motivation killers. I know when I had a big tilting spell back in December, I had to take three or four days off after that just because I was so angry and frustrated with poker for a time, right? You want to definitely work on these issues. So these are great hands to review. If you don't know what to study for this next study session, boom, piece of cake right there. You found it. Thing number two, finding and plugging leaks. This is critical to becoming the poker player that you want to be. Leaks are those things that you constantly do that are causing you losses. So what you want to do is use Poker Tracker 4 to analyze your statistics and win rates, find those leaks, and then work diligently to plug those leaks. Now, when I say analyzing stats, that's a key thing because just looking at your stats, you might notice something. Oh, I see bet the flop 74%, but on the turn, I see bet 38%. Holy cow! goes from here down to here. I am super exploitable right there. Awesome. That's a great thing to discover about yourself because now you know what you need to work on double barreling, right? Now, the other thing when it comes to win rates, let's imagine you're looking at your win rates. That's the big blinds per 100 hands. Anything positive is good. Negative is bad. And of course, the more negative it is, the worse it is. Let's imagine your raise and then call three bet is at negative 450 big blinds. Holy cow. That means every time you raise and then call, you're losing 4.5 big blinds on average. Your calls are costing you more losses than if you would just fold it against every single three bet. Huge leak to discover and a perfect one to now work on. Now, my third recommendation for thing to study is stealing pots. And this is a focus for myself this year. I love stealing pots. First off, it's fun and profitable. The more pots you steal, the more you enjoy poker, the better your winnings are. Now, showdown winnings, they truly are the lion's share of most players' profits, getting to showdown and winning with a superior made hand. But stealing pots and getting them to fold, that is the mark of a great player. And all of you want to be great players. So I recommend studying ways to steal pots. And lastly, a great way to steal pots is when you spot weakness in a player, you attack, right? So he makes a tiny two big blind C-bet in the 10 big blind pot. Oh, he feels pretty weak. Let me attack him with a check raise or an in position pot size raise. Whatever you feel will get him to fold at the time. Spot weakness, pounce. Now it's time for the number one concept to turn your studies into skills and results. This is what all of you hard gainers need to do. You need to focus on this for the entire year. Here it is. Learn something, do something. Incredibly simple concept. Think about when you were a kid and your mom or dad taught you how to tie your shoes. They taught you that one time, they guided your little fingers through it, and then they untied your shoe for you and made you do it 10 times in a row. And then every day from that point forward, you had to practice and it took time initially those first few days, but eventually, probably after a week or two, boom, done in 10 seconds. Same thing when it comes to poker. Action is the greatest teacher. You need to practice those things that you learn. Now, earlier, I told you that note-taking is critical. No matter what you're studying, video, podcast, chapter in a book, an entire course, I don't care. Take notes. Here's what you're going to do to practice the things that you learn. Study, and then take notes, and then afterwards, take a look at your one sheet of notes and say, you know, this thing right here, this strategy, this is something I want in my game. Circle that thing, and then spend a little time thinking about how do I practice this in-game? 
What kind of situation do I need to put myself in? What kind of hand do I need to hold? What kind of player should I target? What kind of board am I looking for? What kind of pot size or stack sizes? Whatever it is, noodle on how to practice it and then play a session and practice it as many times as you can. And have a little tick sheet, just a piece of paper. Make ticks, one, two, three, four, five, right? Every time you actively practice that thing. And you don't have to be involved in the hand to practice it. Let's imagine you're thinking about uh, C-bet bluffing on the flop. That's what you're working on. You're trying to find flops that are great for C-bet bluffing. You folded pre-flop, but all of a sudden a flop hits. Oh, is this a flop I would C-bet bluff on if I was the person out of position or the person in position? The next flop, do the same thing, whether you're involved or not. And then speaking of like focusing on those flops, the other thing you can do in your studies, just Look at Poker Tracker 4. Find as many flops as you can and engage. Well, is this a good flop? No, this is not a good flop. Ah, this flop right here, the Jack 6 Deuce offsuit, great flop for bluffing. Another thing you can do, open up Flopzilla Pro, hit the random button for the flop. This random flop, yeah, that's a good one to bluff on. This one, that's a great one to bluff on. This one, whoa, I would never bluff on that flop, right? Just do that practice over and over in game when you're involved, in game when you're not involved, and then in your studies as well. Action is the greatest teacher, so now it's time for you to take action. Step one, please like the video if you like the video and tell me in the comments the next item you are going to study. Next, commit to one study for each play session or each tournament that you play and follow that three to one play to study ratio. Whip out your calendar right now and plan your study and play sessions for the upcoming week. Just write them down day and time the idea here is that when you put them in your calendar, you're going to be more likely to get it done because it's a scheduled appointment that you cannot miss. Now, choose one way and one thing to study and just get to work. But here's the thing. If you don't know or if you're just kind of indecisive, if you do not know hand reading, that is the key thing. That is the number one thing you must learn right now at the start of this year. It'll help propel all of your successes through the rest of the year. If you already know hand reading, continue doing one hand reading exercise with a hand from your database every single day to improve that skill of hand reading, but also analyze those big losing and tilting hands. Find your mistakes, take note of them, and then work to not repeat them. All right, thanks for watching. I'll see you in the next one.